AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Hey, everyone. It's Devin Simone, a two-time challenge finalist and host of The Challenge Aftermath. And it's your girl, Davon Rogers. Now, you know me from The Challenge and also America's favorite all-star from Big Brother. And this is MTV's official Challenge podcast. Yes, Challenge USA edition. Ain't that the truth? And what an episode that was. Like, uh, I can't. First of all, I'm going to just start calling TJ diabolical because right. <laughs> he takes so much joy and pleasure into mixing things up. And now that we have this whole algorithm thing in there, like I just TJ is having way too much fun. We, what, are, what are your thoughts on this algorithm? Now let's stick to TJ because what makes me laugh is when he cackles at how people fall, especially <laughs> yeah. heights over water. Like he gets so TJ. excited from seeing really us does. get hurt. Right. He like, really does. But this really episode, does. Devin, messy. So messy. Messy. Oh, so this messy. This episode was catty. And I told you it was going to be some foolishness surrounded around Cinco because that man is fine. And there is no other. Well, let me. It's not a lot of eye candy in there. Ooh. <laughs> so, oh, no. What was that thing? Rewind the tape. She said there was no other. Uh, no, I, I agree. He is a nice piece of eye candy. And, you know, when you are in a house like that and tensions are running high and you don't have a lot of other distractions, you know, it's easy to kind of get caught up uh, yeah. in that way. So there's definitely a lot of drama happening there. I just want to say this was a shock for me because I did not expect it to end the way that it did. Like Same. at no point did I see them going into elimination. At no point did I see them losing that elimination. Like I was just shocked. Ugh, so but shocked. that damn James, that I mean, James, he t- two times in a row now, he is just coming out you know my love for James kind of grows more and more like I was side-eyeing him when he was hyperventilating coming off of that thing with you know I was like James get up James get up get, you know when you grit through your teeth you're like get up get over here James get over here but he managed yes but he pulled it out again like Jay Money okay sir like yes. and he looked like he was having fun too yes it was just crazy but yes. I also can't get into like what they did to Tiffany, like right. my girl was blindsided. blindsided. And I don't know, you know more than I, I don't know. I don't know if that feels fair. What does it feel fair to you, Davon? Like knowing the crew like that, like, oh. no, not at all. Um, Tiffany got a heavy, 
heavy reputation. She also was voted America's favorite. She mm-hmm. got a heavy, heavy, heavy reputation. And there's a lot of controversy because a lot of people say that she actually should have been the one to win the mm-hmm. season. And mm-hmm. a lot of people don't like that. When you shine, people don't like that. And so mm-hmm. her coming into this season is unfortunate because you come in with certain people attached to you and then you start to see them peel off. And right. it's like, well, damn, I'm out right. here alone. And and that's, that's it's, it's, a, it's a sad feeling. I just, I mean, uh, it's what TJ says every, I feel like he says it every season, which is like, even when you think it's a team game, you have to always remember it is an individual game, much right. like Big Brother, right? And right. so like, you cannot put much stock into any quote unquote alliances right. that you have because it, trust nobody Right. No one. And I mean, the way they were coming after Tiffany in this episode was pretty, pretty rough and pretty right. tough to watch. Right. They really, really came for her. How do you feel about that challenge, though? Because I actually feel like it looked kind of fun. Like, I yeah. feel like that's one I would want to do. Yeah, I do feel like a lot of challengers tend to shy away from heights over water. Mm-hmm. But that one actually did look a lot of And then a right. scrabble. Like, yeah, what? right. You know? So it, it looks like something I would be interested in doing. And we know I can't stand the heights over water. But that no, didn't look too like bad. <laughs> yeah. And then Tyson made it look super easy. But you, know, you can't go up. T- I mean, the fact that Tyson's like, yeah, I'm going to do this about 30 more times. Right. Like, okay, Tiger Woods, have a seat. It's cool. <laughs> um, I mean, Justine, I feel like got the real win out of that. Because she's like, you yes. know what? I'm going to just stand up here on land like Ariel after she gets her feet and I'm gonna just help put the letters in and you can go back in the water over and over and over again and bring more letters like but see, I that feel was like smart strategy though because she had already said you know I do the word games on my phone and so right. I, I know where my lane is and she was like right. you go do that part and I stay over here and it was teamwork made the dream work teamwork made that dream work <laughs> who was the one who wrote manipulate oh that was um Angela that in long the ass word girl if <laughs> and you don't see, break I think that she down had it messed up I think she thought a big brother, whoever had, because that's one of our challenges. That's one of our comps. You go yeah. out, you you uh, swim around for letters, and then you come back and you have, it's whoever build the longest word. That's mm-hmm. the one who wins. And mm-hmm. so she came back with manipulating, you know, Girl. she thought she had it in the bag. And we like, no, baby, new show, new rules. Like, no. Right. She's over here writing anti-disestablishmentarianism. Girl, that, don't, that does not help you. I'm going to need you to break it down into dog, pog, log, hog, so you can get more words and more points. Right. Lesson learned for the next one but uh i am so excited for this interview i feel like we got some real tea yes. uh, which we love yes. and some inside scoop and it's cool hearing how you big brotherers interact even beforehand because you shared you spilled a little tea too about why some of the comments were maybe extra deceptive because you know i don't want to give it away but you had some insight um behind the scenes as well day so yeah it'd be um, your own friends out here wilding girl tell me about it <laughs> let's get into this interview we have an incredible guest for all of you today she is a legendary big brother competitor she was a part of the cookout on season 23 some say she was the master of it all and she really stirred the pot this episode which unfortunately led to her being sent home that and being carried to her bunk bed but we'll get into that but we're very excited to get her side of the story now tiffany mitchell is on the podcast today so let's get into this interview with her the wait is over the shy is back on paramount plus and the stakes have never been higher Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. 
Visit ParamountPlus.com slash TheShot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime Annual Plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. My girl, my girl, my girl. Welcome to the podcast. First and foremost, Devin and I are so happy to have you here, girl. And I want to dive into this episode because, girl, what? Girl. What? (laughs) Okay, first of all, let's let's just, let's, okay, let's start here. Okay, because Mm -hmm. you know that you were someone who was crowned and rightfully earned the title of Mastermind in Big Brother 23, right? So did you feel any pressure to maintain that title or did you fear, you know, you could potentially lose that title going into this challenge season? Um, I, you know, there's always pressure when, when you have won something and you have been good or people have deemed you to be great at something. There's always the pressure to uh, succeed again or to outdo Mm -hmm. yourself. But then I also didn't want, um, I didn't want the pressure of people thinking that about me. Like I wanted to be low key, but I also did want to have an asset because I knew that I was not going to be a physically strong asset um, compared to the other women. So I did want to be at least smart, but I didn't want that to uh, intimidate anyone or be used against me. Getting into that tip, because it very much in this episode seems like the other women are against you. Girl, they're gunning for you hard. That with a hard, just a hard coming after you hard do you do you feel like that was fair like do you think it was respect to the game you played on big brother do you think they were just haters like tell us what are your real thoughts about that girl this is the story of my life bitch has been mad at me come can on say bitch? come on <laughs> that, yep yep <laughs> keep, it real, keep it real girl it's just been coming for me my whole life you know if if other people like you if you're magnetic if you've got a great personality if you're good at something if you're a winner if you're a star if you're pretty if you're attractive if men like you if women like you if you get money if you drive a nice car all of those things are me and so it just makes it just makes other people intimidated it pisses them off i'm not out here uh, flaunting my female assets but you best believe I'm gonna use what I got to get what I want so with that were Uh, you were you using because cachet I believe was the one who said you were using quote your feminine assets to play the mm -hmm. game do you feel there was an element like were you trying to play the game in that moment or were you really flirting like real talk no you know what I am just a fun person um we're in that we're in this compound with nothing to do it's men it's women and that's it so uh, you are going to y'all put a bring a dog in there and i'm gonna play with it so (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> not a dog tip. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but we're we're having fun. It's casual. Also, I I met Cinco before we went into the house. That's my friend. We have a good time. We just having we're just having fun. And if that gets up under your skin, girl, I'm gonna need you to get some thicker skin. How much fun have you guys had, Tiff? You said you guys were friends and you're just having a good time. How good of a time have you two had on or off the show? Just wondering. Yeah, no, let's wake it up because that man is fine and we want to know. Yeah. Okay. So, so Cinco is fine. Don't get me wrong. But Cinco is my friend and we have not crossed any lines um, now, what you consider swapping DNA? Because I want to clear that up. Yeah, I want to. I mean, y'all was. Yes, please, please break it down for us. The floor Tonguing is yours, it up. Miss Mitchell. Yes. Um, I don't know. A lady never kisses and tells. So, you know. It's a safe space. Know. That's different. Right. That's because they haven't been on our podcast. They don't kiss and tell. When they come on our podcast, they do in detail. So it sounds like, if I'm correct, you guys have swapped some DNA uh, via a kiss. Is that correct? I don't know if he is male or female, and he don't know if I am neither. We didn't talk okay. about the, the the Netherlands. We talking about up top, so Miss Mama. Okay. So what she's saying? Just wanted to be clear. She's not saying <laughs> no though to the kiss. So it sounds like they've made out. We just gonna go ahead now. Did you do it in the challenge house, or did you only make out before or after the show? Huh. Um. It wasn't caught on camera. Oh, like a true pro. Well, well, there it goes, girl. Well, there Mm -hmm. it goes. I want to tap onto something because you had mentioned earlier about how sometimes, you know, when you're a star and people see that they have a tendency to hate. My grandmother used to tell me a long time ago that sometimes people will see the light that shines within you and it Mm -hmm. offends the demons that are in them. So you, grandma. Okay. So don't take that personal. Just know that there is a light that shines within you and you continue to shine that light and don't let anybody dim it for any reasons. You continue to be Tiffany because Tiffany is who she is, period, the end. Okay. Now, I do want to get into this, though, because you what we've all. At Ozzy's event, we hung out with Shan. Like, she was in our pictures. We was all together. We was hanging out. So how did it feel for you to see Shan say she didn't trust you? And she was telling your business about number five, Mr. Cinco. What happened? Bruh, oh, my God. Honestly, we can call this thing a game. We can call these shows games. But we are actually our real selves. And and, and this is real. This is real shit. This is real life because... Mm-hmm. Outside of that game, we talk, we communicate outside of that game. I have friends, family, or reputation outside of that game. I have a son who watches. So, you know, when you're supposed to be my so-called friend of me, I mean, a friend right. to me, um, you're not supposed to throw my shit out there for everybody else. Right. So as a, I don't know, maybe it's because I'm an, I'm an older woman. I don't do that. I got people who I was friends with and I know all of their business and we don't talk anymore and I don't talk about their business. I do understand that this is a game, but that was shady, Shan. That shit was shady. Mm -hmm. Did you hear that that had been going on like after the facts or was, did you not realize she was saying all that until watching the episode? Shan tried to call me and clear it up. She was like, Oh my God, Tiff. Oh my God. I am so sorry because listen, Alyssa and DX just told me not to trust you. And they told me that you were coming for me and I didn't know. And I just was really believing them and they really got in my head. And then somebody was saying stuff about you. Like you had been with these guys and like you had, you like Sarah was trying to ask me questions about you. And I was like, I'm not getting 
leading into that. I'm not telling Tiff's business. Like, you're going to have to ask Tiff, but they were trying to get me to tell them, and I wouldn't tell them anything. Girl, I oh, that's not what it. we saw. That was that's right. not, not what, we what saw. happened. At all. Yeah. And did any of them try and approach you in the house? Because we saw you talk to Tyson, right? Uh, and I know that, you know, they can't show every so much is going on in that house that as a viewer, we don't get to see mm-hmm. everything. We just don't. They can't do right. that. But we saw you talk to Tyson mm-hmm. and he was like, you know, who do you think I should pick for elimination? Did you um, plead your case with anyone else? And did any of the women who were kind of hating on you approach you in the house during that time? No. That's what I want to know. I already knew that the women, especially the Love Island women, I knew that they mm-hmm. were they had no words for me. They weren't they would be cordial, but I knew I didn't have them and I did not feel at that time that there was anything that I could do to get them. Looking back, I should have um I should have pleaded my case a little more with Justine, but it was almost like when Justine and Tyson won, Justine really was not a person that had a lot of words for me in the house. And I felt that if I was on her radar, I was just going to be on her radar. Whereas Mm -hmm. I know better than that. Like I should have went and seen what I could offer her and what kind of deals I could make with her for her to work with me. Mm -hmm. But in that moment, I just felt that they were all close connected. They wanted me gone. I felt like she was doing Cash's dirty work and I didn't feel like I Mm -hmm. had a chance. So, um, that was kind of where I felt with that. I talked with Tyson. I felt like Tyson and I were good. And it's interesting Mm -hmm. to see Xavier, um, girl, it, you know, I, I it's interesting to see him sit up there and 100 percent have yeah. Tyson's back with I will do damage control for you. When Tyson said Xavier and Ozla, the first thing I said was, mm, I think it should be Enzo and Alyssa. I really pulled him away from Ozla and Xavier. And here Xavier is pushing me right into his hands. Thanks, bro. Did he know that? Did Xavier know that you played a huge role in help saving him from elimination beforehand? I did not go to X and tell him that I had a conversation with him about with Tyson about him um, because Mm -hmm. I already knew that he was having conversations with Tyson himself. And then sometimes you'll say something to somebody like, oh, I told them this. And then their brains will just overthink and wonder, what did you actually say? Did it really help me? Are you lying to me about it? So Mm -hmm. I was like, after the situation passes, then I'll, you know, me and me and X will talk about it. But hopefully I'm sitting here hoping he doesn't go in, hoping that my conversation was effective. (laughs) It was effective. All right. So here's my question for you, because when you did go to Tyson and you were telling him, you know, you you threw it on Enzo and Alyssa. Now, people had already pegged you as she's the glue. She's the one that holds Big Brother together, so on and so forth. They were intimidated by that. So by you basically shifting him from Aza and Xavier, do you think you showed your hand? Do you think that was wise? Because people fear numbers. So do you think you pretty much showed your hand? I wondered that, too. And I honestly didn't shift him from X as being, I didn't want X to go in. What Tyson had asked me was who does he think that he could put in that if they made it out of elimination would not be able to target him or wouldn't have a vindictive 
attitude towards targeting mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. And I said, your best scenario for that is probably Enzo and Alyssa because Enzo may not make it out of elimination. But even if he comes in, I don't know how much sway he has to target you. Whereas X, I could see X going into elimination, coming back from elimination and definitely mm-hmm. actively targeting you. So right. I kind of right. painted it to Tyson as I'm trying to help you make a decision for what's best for you, not what was best for me. Right. So you said um, when you got Cashel, when the algorithm picked him as your partner, right? Mm-hmm. You said, I feel double safe because I, Love Island has my back or I'm with Love Island. However, you're pleading your case to Tyson. Uh, the girls, you said out your, you said yourself that they, you really didn't have them. You definitely said you didn't have Justine. So where did you feel protective? Where did the confidence come from? Was that just Cinco? Did you think he had pool no, like that? It wasn't necessarily that I had Love Island. I was paired with Cashel, who was uh-huh. Love Island. And I thought that Cashel may have been protected by Love Island. Gotcha. Not by proxy. Yeah, by proxy, I felt that I was protected. Like, I'm protected by Big Brother. I should be, Cashel's protected by Love Island. We shouldn't be an option here, but Love Island had no loyalty. Right, right. Right. Because Justine looked like she took pride I mean, girl, she was she happy, was very, very, very happy. Did any, so something we don't see on the show, and I'm so curious about this is like the final walk off right like was there anyone who said goodbye to you as you walked away from that elimination in that moment that now watching the episode back and seeing a lot of the conversations that were being had behind your back was there anyone that said bye to you that shocked you right (laughs) spill it spill i didn't i didn't hear anyone say anything to me with the exception of aza and kylan both said wow. bye tip love you and it took me a second to to fi- to figure out if i actually wanted to respond back and definitely not anything to do with aza because i love her a thousand percent i don't even care mm-hmm. if she had anything to do with me going to elimination because she would have told me front of off the into my face like girl i had to say your name because that's how she is mm-hmm. uh-huh. but it wasn't her and um, I did hear, I, I just really, Aza and Kai, and you saw and I saw everyone cheering for um, James and Kayla. I heard yeah. that while I was in elimination and it does get to you mentally. Like you, mm-hmm. all of those things are going through your head. You've got the pressure of trying to win the elimination. You've, you, you're you not, as a person who is being thrown in, you're not even prepared for elimination. Right. Right. Um, James and Kayla are excited. They've had all this time. They knew that they were going. So mentally they're ready for it. They, they don't, they're at, they don't have anything to lose. So me being thrown in and then hearing everybody cheer, me knowing that the only way I could have been thrown into elimination was BB had to be okay with me going in. And the fact that no one told me and I, and except Aza on the, Aza did tell me that she heard mm-hmm. my name and Kylan did tell me that he heard my name with the exception of those two. No one even mentioned to me anything. And Alyssa's so fake. Um, no one said, no one said a thing. So I knew that, BB had turned on me. So I was like, fuck all of y'all. Yeah. Did you think that you, because James says in the beginning, you know, that you are the glue that holds Big Brother together. So going into the house, or at least going into this episode, is that what you were feeling? Like, were you feeling fairly confident that you were kind of a, a center force for them? 
were you already on the outs? Like, what was your vibe? You know, hindsight's twenty twenty, of course, but like in that moment, before we got to elimination, before we even got to the challenge of the day, were you feeling like, yeah, you know, I'm cool, everybody on Big Brother's looking to me, like, you know, I'm really protected when it comes to them. Yeah. Mm. I, I hope I was the glue, and I hope that if my leave and make them all go home, except Ozzy. But <laughs> if if they all go home after me, then what James said is true. So um, well, I did girl. not necessarily feel that I was the glue that was holding BB23 together. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't want um, everyone to to think about the cookout. I didn't want them to to think that a tip was around here masterminding something. And honestly, I'm not even trying to mastermind. I just be thinking. Shit, right. put your thinking cap on. You <laughs> might come up with something. I just be thinking. I need that to be your tagline. I'm not. Like, I just be thinking. I just be thinking. Yes. I'm not up here like, ooh, let me create this. That's not my, that is not how I wake up. But I do wake yeah. up recognizing, acknowledging a problem and trying to create a solution. Come on. Mm-hmm. So, um, when James was like, she's the glue, I think that was game, which was a good, a good seed to plant. But we'll find out if I was the glue. If they trinkle up out of that house right after me, then we know it's true. Girl. So here's the thing. When it comes to Big Brother, we already know that pre-gaming happens. Okay? That, that's just one of the facts about BB. Pre-gaming happens. And so did you talk to anyone from Big Brother before you came on the show? Yeah, talk to everybody. Um, talk to talk to Kaya. Okay, so initially what I thought going in, I thought it was definitely going to be BB23 was going to stick together, which was mm-hmm. Kai X. And I know how long those two were going to stick together, but I think we all had a mutual understanding that me, Kai X, Isa, Derek, Alyssa, um, I think that was it from our season. But then we had David, Angela, Enzo. We were we all were like, we're definitely not going to target each other. But we felt that BB23 would definitely be a target. Um, I am probably the most problematic out of BB23, meaning like I'm going to say what I want to say. I'm going to do what I want to do. They're not going to control me. And I know that they were okay with cutting me in BB23 because of liability or the lack of ability to control me. You better find my mama. Um, Uh-oh. And so me being on the challenge, I did feel that I could be someone that they would be okay with going home because they were okay with it before. Yeah, we saw that. Mm. We saw it. Girl. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's 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 get back into this elimination. Okay, or let's jump into this elimination. Jump into it. So, first of all, this is a mix of both memory and endurance, Mm -hmm. right? And on top of that, you just been blindsided. Mm -hmm. Okay, so what were you pulling from to try to win this elimination? Like, what was going on in your head? Girl, it was a lot. It's the pressure. I also, as crazy as this sounds, like, um, I don't like when, like, all eyes are on me. That is lies. I'm just kidding. Tip. I'm just kidding. <laughs> not, not be lying. I'm just kidding. Tip. Um, it was. It, it was like you know. If if it's something I'm great at, yeah, watch me. But yeah. something I have no idea how I'm going to do. I'm not a memory comp beast. Like memory is definitely not my strong suit. But I also know 
my legs are probably the weakest things on me. So when I saw those bikes and then I heard my name, I said, girl, you should have prepared better. Um, <laughs> which was the hardest part? Because if you're saying both of those, you don't feel are your strong suits. Like which element, like if you could have done it where it was one person on the team did one part of it, right? Mm -hmm. Like, and then one person did the other part, which option would, would you have taking your chances at the memory piece or were yeah. you taking your chance at the bike? I, I told myself when I got up there and I started pedaling, well, it, to answer your question, I knew that I was going to have to focus on the memory part of it mm -hmm. because I knew the strength of my legs. I know my mm -hmm. own strength. I said, well, Tiff, you're definitely going to have to kill the memory por portion of this. And if I could have had a choice of who was going to do what, Cashel, Cashel's legs never slowed down from the beginning to the end. And let me tell y'all about those bikes. We got up there. This is not Big Brother. You can take Big Brother and Girl. hold it up on a plaque because that is a life of luxury. Please Girl. let them know. Please let them know. We've been trying to... us. Can I just say thank you, <laughs> Tiffany, because I Wake feel like these old school challenge, we have been trying to say that to people forever when they're like, ah, oh, it's the same thing. It's nope. not. No, it is not. TJ does not care. And another thing, I sprained my ankle in the challenge. So I'm icing my ankle. And let me just tell, advise anyone in your future, don't ever show that you're injured. You better walk on that broke foot. I don't care. Mm -hmm. So my ankle was screwed up. My legs are getting weak. That's why you see me pushing them with my arms. I'm using my arms to push my legs. But Cashel, I do have to say this, Cashel was an amazing partner from the beginning to the end. When we had mm. to compete in, in the daily challenge, I said, Cashel, I'm not the strongest swimmer. I'm terrified of heights. He said, I can swim. I'm cool with heights. I will get up there. I will jump. I will get the letters. We had a whole plan. We stuck to it. We did what we said. I said, I'm great with words. I will get up here and create as many words if you can swim. We did what we needed to do. When we got into the into elimination, Cashel was hung the fuck over, baby. Cashel oh. was messed up from the night before. And I mean, mm, I'm, I don't want to tell any, I don't want to spill the tea, but we were a target. I had a sprained ankle. Cashel was hung over. And so Cashel, but you know what? That's what you Easy would beat. think. Cashel came yeah. in there. He never stopped pedaling. That man was pedaling like his life depended on it. He was getting rid of that alcohol for sure yeah, on that bike. Burning it he out. Was, he was going. Yeah. And I was like, I feel so bad because if it was a comp with him, a, a challenge with him by himself, if that challenge was just strictly on Cashel, he would have come out. I would. I really held him back. And I was the cause of us losing because I didn't have the strength to give it what we needed. And he still mm. was like, Tip, it's all good. I love you. I have never even watched the challenge. I said, I'm so glad. <laughs> <laughs> and, wow. you know, so that brings us to a good point, too. So we just talked to Aza and she said, you know, it took her it took some convincing to get her to agree to do the challenge. Mm -hmm. Did it take any convincing, you know, on your part or was it an immediate like, yes, let's do this? I am yeah. so glad, Devin, that you asked me that question. When we got the opportunity and the offer, the invite to do the Challenge USA, I said to myself, I said, Tiff, do you, is this what you want to do? You know what it requires? Or do you want to find something else? I said, you know what? Let me just take a chance and do it. I'm 41 years old. I'm not looking to get out here, break bones. I don't have anything to prove to anybody. I'm just living my life the best as I can. But I mm -hmm. said, you know what? I am going to do it. I talked to every single one of them. Alyssa, no, I'm not doing it. Derek X, I'm not doing it. X, no, I'm not doing it. Aza, I'm not doing it. Kylan, mm. I don't know if I want to do it because I want to see if I'm still going to be eligible for the MTV challenge. No, 
body wanted <laughs> to do it. <laughs> All well, to be fair, Aza did say she made up her mind seven days before. Listen, so. well, that's true. <laughs> I just wanted, After multiple I just, phone calls. I want to put a disclaimer. When I'm talking shit about anybody in BB23, I'm talking about everybody except Aza. Mm-hmm. And and Chada because that's my baby too. But <laughs> everybody that was there, er, yes. Mm-hmm. I'm. I, listen, we know Aza didn't want to do it. She was very clear on that. But it, because she's not, that's not what she's looking to do. But these other people who showed up and act like, oh, we really wanted to do this. They all said no. I said, wow. I think I'm going to do it. And then I said, you know what? I'm going to do it. Then Kai says, I'm going to do it too. Then next thing you know, X wants to know if I'm really going to do it. He might do it. He, Alyssa's going, are you going to do it? If you do, So then next thing I know, I said, yes, now everybody wants to do it. Where y'all come from? Yeah. Usually, at least in the beginning. So like you guys are all new this season, right? On the Challenge USA. It's never been done before. Mm-hmm. But right. you guys are coming into the show with an advantage because each of you are coming in with people mm-hmm. from a, a respective show. You know, like that you kind of know or have a relationship with. Right. Are you excited now that you're gone? Are you excited to see the algorithm create havoc among the different Big Brother alliances? Like, are you are you sitting back a little bit? Are you giving the same evil snicker that Justine gave when you left the house at the fact that this algorithm is going to destroy whatever alliances they think that they have in this game? I mean, the fact that Big Brother did not have my back at all, I think that that was a mistake on their part. Um, Mm -hmm. they should have, we, we should have had each other's backs. Now I'm not saying I'm any different because I was saying Alyssa and Enzo, but I don't really care about Alyssa like that. Enzo is cool, but Alyssa, I don't trust her. She's a snake in BB. She's a snake on the challenge. She's a snake in real life. So I didn't care (laughs) if she went home, but at the same time, I would have wanted us to all stick together. If if it comes down to where we have to choose, then, you know, we have to choose. They chose to get rid of me. So whatever happens to them on their way out the door, um, yeah, the Justine Snicker to them. Ooh, the Justine Snicker. I feel like oh, we need to coin that. Is there anything you would change about how you played this season, Tip, or would you do it exactly the same? No. You know what? It, it, this, is, this was totally different. I was, you know... I have only been off of BB probably like six months or so. However, mm-hmm. it, it, it's not, it was definitely not a year. And so I'm still like, um, that's still mentally, I'm rap, I'm trying to still process that. You're still kind of in the game because anybody I've talked to from BB, somehow in the conversation, we still end up talking about BB. So your head is mm-hmm. kind of yeah. still in mm-hmm. the game. Then I'm I'm on I'm I'm in this this the challenge where I am not that that tough of a physical competitor. And so honestly, for the last six months, I didn't prepare for the challenge like I prepared for Big Brother. I, I right. was a, a diehard super fan. I felt like I knew what I needed to do to prepare. And I was doing that. The challenge, Mm -hmm. I was already like, this is intimidating. I'm a little scared. So like getting in the gym, getting my training, my workout, my diet. Girl, I've been traveling around the world. I ain't been doing shit. So to be clear, (laughs) you don't have to. And I 
I say this. I only say this too for all the listeners who aspire to be on it. You don't have to be in the gym all the time, at least not to make it to a final. Devin, Lord knows tell that you don't. To my legs on that bike. A girl, Tiffany, I'm telling it to your legs. I too was on a bike and had to bike 25 miles in Pukong, Chile, at the base of a snow-covered volcano. Okay, she sure did uh, to make it through TJ's final. And I did it. I about died, but I did it. Uh, made it to two finals and didn't ever hit the gym or whatever. And so certainly I didn't win those finals because I didn't hit the gym. But I made it to yeah. them yeah. without right. ever hitting the gym. So so I say that because I feel like we're hearing a theme between Aza, who I already love, and you, Tiff, which is, and I don't, I'm curious if this is like a, a woman thing. I'm curious if this is a big brother thing. I think, Day, we should keep tallies on this throughout the season and see where it goes. But I'm hearing... At, at least in both interviews, a moment of these badass women doubting themselves to a degree mm-hmm. or saying, oh, I didn't train or, oh, I didn't know this or, oh, I saw, you know, Tyson or I saw that. And I'm not just saying you tip. Like I said, mm-hmm. we're, I'm kind of pulling some stuff that Ozzy mm-hmm. said also. And it's like, no, no, no. You have all of the tools in you to make it to the end, right. not only in this game, but in life to get it to the end to it and done. screw the rules and what people say is necessary. Because as someone who, again, still is allergic to the gym <laughs> and who made it to two finals and completed two finals, like don't give it all up because mm-hmm. someone else looks like they're more physically intimidating or whatever else. Like if you exactly. want it, you can get it. You got it done. I understand that. And I and I do respect that. And I believe that to be true. I think that if I had done the challenge first and and I'd never like done BB or had to prepare for it, I would mm-hmm. probably be like, hey, I gave it my best physical shot. I would have played mm-hmm. a different social game a little bit because I think that's that was your initial question. I would have switched up my social game a little bit. But mm-hmm. I, I think because I know the preparation I did for BB, I and I know the lack of preparation I did for the challenge. I think that's mm-hmm. why I'm like, you know, you could have been more prepared, especially yeah. when you are a target. If you don't think you're going to be a target, which I don't know who's not, but if you don't, if you think that people won't look to come for you and you can skate by, not necessarily skate, but you can get through the challenge without having to go into an elimination, then maybe, maybe you're fine. But I knew coming in that regardless of my size, that I was going to be a threat and they would look to target me. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like you're a little disappointed in yourself or just like the preparation piece. Yeah, the preparation mm. piece for sure. Because gotcha. I'm, it, and, and not that it would have made a difference, but I could say to myself, you know, you did the best that you could to prepare for this. But I know I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, you know, I'm heavy in these Twitter streets, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm heavy in these. Tw- I live on Twitter Boulevard, right? <laughs> and so during your season, a lot of people were saying that you ultimately were responsible for X's win. Basically, you were the sacrificial lamb mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. season, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So do you think after, especially, especially after what you just watched, mm-hmm. do you think it was a situation where it was like, okay, now let me show that I don't need her? Now, here's the thing. This is what I have been told by Xavier himself, that mm-hmm. Alyssa was initially... The, the person, Alyssa and Enzo was the person to go in. That was where Tyson was going. And mm-hmm. then Alyssa got wind of the fact that it could have been me or it could have been her. She was very upset with Xavier for not making sure that it was me and for not ensuring that it wouldn't be her. That's when she poured the, the fake tears and got 
his emotions all wrapped up. He took his bald head ass over there to Tyson to tell Tyson that he would rather not lose Alyssa and he would be okay with losing me. So Xavier threw me under the bus and that is what caused Tyson to change his mind, especially when he was getting like an okay from whoever else he was getting an okay from, but X really sealed the deal with that. And I just feel like, damn, X, Exotic King, you ain't never got my back. Never. And I've Mm -hmm. never said... I have never said anything against him. I have I have been and X is my friend. He's he is still my friend. I actually talk to X. If I don't talk to him every day, we talk every other day. Me and X talk a lot. But and and it's just like for me, I watched seasons of the challenge. I see mm-hmm. I see Wes have who whatever female friend he he has like he'll have her back. I've seen Jordan have girls back. I see guys go in and have and and, t- and have a girl partner like I got your back. I'm gonna make sure you're good. I was in that house and I told Aza, I said I've never felt so alone. Now I could have partnered with Cinco and he would have been fine with that. Like I could have been like, okay, this is gonna. I'm Cinco will have my back. But I could see Cachet painting this picture around me and Cinco and her emotions and pulling out the waterworks and getting everyone emotionally uncomfortable with however close or cool me and Cinco were or how close uh, or, or they were not. And I was like, you know what? I don't want this Cinco cachet problem. I'm going to distance myself from this completely. I had nobody in there like to protect me. No one. Honestly, they can put Big D on a challenge and put him with me because he is the only man that I have outside who will go in a game with me and have my back and I will trust it. Mm. The other man, none of them. None. Wow. And that's so crazy to hear you say because in the first episode, you made you made it known to the audience that you and Kylan have a special bond and that you were going to protect each other. Who made it clear? You did. You said okay. it. Okay. So, mm-hmm. so, so, but you didn't say Kylan made it clear. Oh, Kylan. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I yeah. need one of them to make yeah. it clear. Yeah. You ain't heard one of them yet. Reciprocity. Say, I got Tiff back. I ain't going to let her go in. But X definitely said, I ain't going to let Alyssa go in. Bye, Tiff. And see, you know what? You know, he had this thing with her during your season, right? Mm-hmm. He had this, whatever he had going on, this crushing thing mm-hmm. with her. And then she had to be sacrificed. Mm-hmm. So, do you feel like he was on some, I owe her this? Yeah. Wow. And Tip, now that you've been sent home, mm-hmm. who do you want to win it all? Now, this is funny. I really, <laughs> I really like Tyson. Uh, I interesting. Like, I like Tyson. Tyson, Ty, Ty, I will cheer for him. He's got a great personality. I love the way he plays the game. He's very chill. He's laid back. He does not care at all. I like Tyson. He's a great competitor. He's a really good athlete. I just, I do like the way he plays. Um, Yeah. And that's just, I've never met him. I didn't even know who he was before going in. That's just being in the house with him, watching him compete, watching him socialize. I like Tyson as a person. Um, And so watching him, I would like to see him go far. On a personal level, like who I'm cheering for, who I'd like to see stay because their first, that first elimination had me in tears. Aza really shocked the life out of me seeing 
her strength and her persevere and just, you know, be determined to give it her all. I would love to see her go very far. Like she could win. I'm like, you deserve it. That's my girl. Mm, I love mm-hmm. that. And she mm-hmm. fought her butt off. She I fought. was so proud of her. She did. Oh my gosh, she fought her butt off. And a rope challenge at elimination at that. That I mean, was cuff. I would look like the Sandman. I, she said, she came up on that. <laughs> she said, we did it. I said, hug me from a distance, girl. Oh. <laughs> Not from a distance. Love that. So good. All right. So, Tiff, we have now reached uh, one of our favorite portions of the show. We like to call it Pick Your Poison. Mm -hmm. So we have three questions for you. One question from me, one (laughs) question from Devon, and Mm -hmm. one question that we came up with together. Now, they range from boring, like, what's your Mm -hmm. favorite color, to extra juicy. Mm -hmm. But we ain't going to tell you which one is which. So whose question do you want? Do you want my question? Do you want Devon's question? Or do you want... The combination question. Mm, my question coming last, but she gonna. Oh, <laughs> Come on, Devin, what's your question? <laughs> All right, so you and Casual look pretty cozy when you guys got eliminated. You know, mm-hmm. I think he had his arm around your shoulder, and I know going through such a strong experience like an elimination together can really bring a couple closer together. I also know that when you get eliminated, you typically get put in hotel rooms before, you know, you kind of get shipped back off to America. And sometimes things can happen. I mean, you said he was hungover going into the elimination. Did anything happen in the hotel room with you and Cashel at any point as you guys were journeying back to the USA, was there a kiss? <laughs> was there a handhold? Was there a snuggle? Just a snuggle, an innocent snuggle? Did you inspect other parts? You know, what what happened between you and Cashel? Don't worry, we won't tell anybody, except for the <laughs> listeners of this podcast. You know, me and Cashel did share an experience together, being eliminated together. And when we got back to the hotel, um, and I finally got my phone. I said, you know what? They gave me my phone and they did not give me a charger. And Cashel said, you can use mine. And that's as close as we got. <laughs> Is that, are you sure that's not a metaphor? No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> did he charge you up, right. sis? Did he charge you up, sis? <laughs> no, 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 no. Cashel, Cashel was a total gentleman. Um, I don't know that's what sweet. happened with him and Kira. He seemed sweet from the time I met him to the time we left Argentina. He never and, and did anything inappropriate. He never came at me wrong. We didn't have any kind of uh, intimate connection. We just had a bond where we got partnered mm-hmm. together. We had to work together. And unfortunately, we got eliminated. And I personally felt really bad because I just felt that he sh- he deserved to still be there based on the efforts that he put put in to to try to mm-hmm. get us through that elimination. But no, nothing between Cashel and I. Awesome. I know they think I got these men wrapped around my finger. I know, girl. They said that basically you walk into a room and they drop like flies. So I was just trying to understand, like, hey, you know, better, what is the Tiffany way? Um, they're so worried about me. They better hope they get to be my age and still do what I do. Uh-oh. 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 Make, make I feel plan. like on make that note, that's a mic drop. I feel like there's not really much to say after that. Uh, between that and Tiffany saying, I just be thinking, I feel like right. those are the two lines of today's episode. I feel right. like and those getting are the her battery charged. Right. Yes, yes. Right. And getting her right. battery charged. And can I just throw in one more thing? Look, anytime you said you were what, 41 or something like that? Girl, for not for Something long. unbelievable. I'm, I'm 
crossing over to the next number. But really, in my mind, no, I'm no older than 33. Well, well girl, here's my point. When you, <laughs> someone, you are 41, and I saw you were doing some of those interviews, no makeup on that. When you have 20-something-year-olds shook like that. I'm no. telling you. When you, girl, I mean, seriously, though. Seriously, Tiff, you need to give yourself all the pats on the back. Because when hello. you have them shaking like that. Now, I don't know why he needed to carry you to the bunk bed. I will put that out there. Because but I sprained that, my ankle. Oh, now it makes sense. It was okay. not like, okay. ooh, Cinco carry me, girl. Mm. I don't care okay. nothing about that. And, I, and, and Glad you cleared that up. He that had sense. to ask me twice. We were chatting. We were getting ready to go back to the room. You know how stuff is spread. The, those mm-hmm. rooms are far apart. I said... Mm-hmm. Let's go. He was like, you going to be able to walk? I said, I can walk. He said, well, I can carry you. I said, no, you can't carry me. I'm, he said, I can carry you. Don't even worry about it. I said, okay, fine. You're going to keep telling Say me. Right. You, you, right. And I said, shoot. And by the time I got up in them arms, I said, he can carry me everywhere. Right, right, right. I'm glad carry you threw that up then because that makes that makes sense. Yeah. That means they were extra hatering then if they yeah. knew you sprained your ankle. They, they were, were like, that was like double the hateration. It's funny because never in my young 25-year-old days did I ever think I would be my age and have some 20-year-old shook. But keep shaking, baby, like a leaf on the tree. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> well, thank you so much, sis. We hope thank to see you. you on another challenge again. We hope this isn't uh, the end. Um, oh, I think I've been working out every day. There. I'm bothered. I'm taking swimming lessons. Come I'm, on. I got my trainer back. Um, Come on. Legs, I said, you're going to get these legs to look like this. Practice those memory <laughs> games, though, girl, too. Yes. Practice Come those on. memory yes. games. Don't yes. forget that part. Oh, I got the little brain app thing on my phone. And get on that bike. <sighs> look, so Cinco, so I said, Cinco, I've been working out. He said, but have you been cycling? We're not friends no more. <laughs> <laughs> I love that encouragement. Come yes. on, number five. Yes. Encouragement. Encouragement. Yes. Thank you so much, <laughs> Tiffany, it's for so being welcome. here for and me. being open with us and sharing. Um, you know, this is my first time meeting you. I know you and Day go way back. And yeah, we just love my having a good flats on a Cadillac. Ooh. Thanks for having me, ladies. You guys are so fun. It was a great time for me. I hope to see you doing this for a long time. Thanks for inviting me. Yay. Oh, thank you. So you bombed it. Yes, you I'm are. I'm so proud of yes, you. you and like thank I said, you. regardless, you know, you a champ in my book. I don't care across the thank board. Thank you. you. Same, sis. Same. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts connect the alarm change the podcast you stream connect the snooze 10 more minutes to dream connect the shower lather up with the news sports talk comedians or movie reviews connect with that 3 hour philosophy show change the drive into work in traffic so slow Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T.
was so fun and I feel like a real mic drop moment. Loved having Tiffany here. Yes. So good. Such a fun episode with you, Day. Yes. Let them know, girl, where can they find you on social? Yes, you can find me on Instagram at Diane underscore. Twitter, of course, at Diane underscore. YouTube, DayvonDiane. And then TikTok at Diane underscore. What about you, Dev? Well, you know, by the way, I just have to say, uh, Devon, she is the mayor and the <laughs> duchess of Twitter. So especially hit her up on Twitter. Yes. Uh, me, I'm probably busier on Instagram. It's where you can see sneak peeks and behind the scenes on my IG story. So you can find me uh, at Devin Simone on Instagram. That's Devin with a Y, Simone with an I. You can also find me at Devin Simone on Twitter. You can also find me Devin underscore Simone on TikTok. Had to change the name because TikTok shut me down because they're haters. Don't know why. I don't even Whoa. post there. Uh, but either way, uh, find us, follow us. Um, we'll message you back. We're pretty active there. Yes. And if you have a question for Pick Your Poison, drop it in the comments section below on Apple Podcasts or Share it with us directly on social media using the hashtag AskChallengeUSA. We got our own hashtag, y'all. We made it. Day and I have worked on that. We had to get a million and a half approvals, yeah. but we got our own hashtag. So hashtag AskChallengeUSA and let us know the question you want us to use on the next episode. Exactly. And if you like this episode, rate and review us on Spotify or Apple mm -hmm. Podcasts and tell a friend, your auntie, tell your cousin, your, your mama, mm -hmm. everybody. Mm -hmm. <laughs> tell them all, tell everybody, and make sure you catch new episodes of The Challenge on CBS and Paramount Plus. Yes, and we'll see you back here next week for a brand new episode of MTV's official Challenge podcast, Challenge USA edition. You know you don't want to miss it. Ow. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshot to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply.